0: Hello, can you hear us?
1: Yeah, Kai, Laika.
0: What's going on, man? How's
1: up? Hey, fellas, how you guys doing, man?
0: Doing pretty good, man. How about you?
1: Good, man. It's uh, I'm in Sneak's Ferry right now, you know, like the halfway point between Wilmington, North Carolina, and Jacksonville, and it's raining super bad right now. Has it raining where you guys are at?
0: No, it's actually pretty clear out here.
1: Where are you guys at right now?
0: We're in Roseboro because uh, we, uh, Laika came, my- came over to my house and we, everywhere remember
1: record quarter podcast. Hey, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys jumping on my podcast today. Guys, we've got Laika and Kai. These guys are the real deal. They're a good duo. They're all around basketball in North Carolina. They do a lot of college coverage, high school coverage, NBA coverage, and, um, you know, we're excited to have you on here today.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, man. We're glad to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so can we jump into your backgrounds, just so everybody knows who you guys are, you know, like how old you, you don't have to say how old you are, but like where you're from, your you know, your background, and, you know, just start off um, one at a time.
0: Sure. Uh, this is Kai, you know, I am uh, on Twitter at Jones. I um, I grew up in Dullesboro, North Carolina. Um, I went to ECU, and uh, I've been – in journalism for the better part of about four or five years now, uh, starting in college, covering, the ECU for my college newspaper. Then I shifted over to a uh, TV side and I worked for, uh, WITN channel seven for about a year. I got a chance to cover a lot of high school football with, uh, with them. And then, um, then I went to the Kinston free press and I stayed there for almost a year. And, uh, I just recently finished up about a six-month tenure with the Johnstonian News, and uh, I've just launched my own website that is covering uh, the Wayne, Johnson, and Green Counties area, and uh, I'm going to be covering all sorts of sports in those areas, you know, as well as maybe some other things, you know, freelancer for other people because, you know, i uh, got a big love for sports, and uh, I've been wanting to do this since I was eight, so, you know, it's been a pleasure being able to do this for the past four or five years. That's
1: awesome, man. I love to see the progress, how you, you know, started out one thing, and you just keep growing, 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 man. So excited to see where you go, man, and, and sky's the limit.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I appreciate, you know, uh, getting a chance to be on this podcast and doing some work for all of our athletes. You know, I've seen what you guys are doing, and you know, I think it's, it's going to be a really big platform you eventually, you know, probably even nationwide.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And you're gonna be right there with us, guys. So we uh we appreciate it. Like, can you jump into your background, where you're from, a little bit about you know your sports background and all that good stuff?
2: Um, first of all, thank you again for having me on. Um, I've, I'm originally from Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, I've lived there since I was three years old, and then I, I started going to ECU about 2014 ish, and then graduated this uh, last year. Um, in terms of sports. Uh, I've kind of been writing around the same time as Kai about five years just uh, from writing for like, for Fan sided, for SB Nation, uh, Basketball Society. And now Kai, Kai convinced me to start uh, working locally with some, with some newspapers around the area. so I worked with him at the Kinston Free Press uh, last year for the last year. And then now I've, now I'm working with uh, the Daily Reflector, the Washington Daily News, uh, and some, some other newspapers around the area covering high school. It's been a really fun experience.
1: Heck, yeah. So y'all both met at ECU, is that right?
2: That's correct. Uh, yes. I
0: am a year older than Micah, but um, he was a guy who I identified who was just uh, really good at sports. He uh, he has one of the most popular NBA accounts on Twitter, uh, Struck a Nation. He is uh, – and uh, he always just had great – great. we have always had great chemistry. And, um, you know, finally I convinced him to come out to write for prep sports. And he's, uh, he's really – he's one of the really good people, like, uh, talking to athletes and kind of getting to know them really well.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I see you guys are getting – like, y'all do photography as well, not just blog writing for newspapers and uh, online websites. But y'all are getting to photography and videos as well. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah.
2: And that, that, yeah, we're we're trying we're, we're trying some new things to be a little more versatile with how we how we're uh, kind of working, um, but trying to we're just trying to improve ourselves. And I'm actually helping him with his his new website, uh, We Dream of Great Sports. It's gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty impressive what he does because I know he's he's only gonna go up.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I feel like you know having that versatility and kind of providing content in different ways is where you really take off in your business, Absolutely. and that can really help you, you know, get to the next level. So I really think that you guys are on the right path. Mm-hmm. Starting off, you know, you did you've done great work for all my athletes so far. I know that when I was when I met y'all at the well, guys, I met Leica and Kai this past weekend. At the East Coast Invitational Team Camp, based out of Jacksonville, and um, it was—I mean, I was impressed. I mean, let's let's talk about that real quick. Uh, I was impressed. It was impressive to meet you both of you, but it was it was really impressive to see Dayron Sharp. So let's just jump into the ECI. <laughs> what was your takeaway from everything and
0: all that? Um, the big thing that I saw uh, Dayron is, uh, man, he. I'm I'm a big Carolina fan. Even though I went to ECU, but um, I'm looking at him and I'm like, there is no way he's going to be here in 2021. He's not going to be in, in a UNC Tar Heel jersey in 2021. That kid is uh, is destined for the NBA. Um, the one thing I like about him more than anything is that uh, he understands. Even though he has a very big body in high school, he does not try to play on the wing so much so that he forgets about his post game. Um, it was a very, it was, I think it was a 47 to 43 game going into the championship game of the ECI um, with Kenston against uh, Dontre Siles, who was another one of the top uh, 2021 prospects. Um, and he went straight to the post and he pushed it up to about a 10 or 12 point lead. And before you know it, you know, he was getting going up and it was pretty much over. South Central just dominated at
1: yeah, most definitely. They, uh, South Central is reigning champs, right? They were champions last year for, uh, you know, their conference or their uh state championship, right? For their division. yes, they
2: did. They won their conference championship and uh regional championship and states. It was their first boys basketball state championship in school history, and it was in dominant fashion in for in the 4A classification for for the North Carolina Public School Division. Wow. Uh, they they only lost one game and it was to a nationally ranked uh, team, uh, Randy Randy School from New Jersey by five points. That was their only loss of the year. So they finished, I believe they finished in the top twenty five in the country. Uh, I think they finished what thirty three and one. It was twenty nine and one. Twenty nine and one. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, regardless, they they have a great program up there, and having Dayron back, they're gonna have a Real chance to do it again,
1: so watch out for the Falcons. Most definitely, Most definitely. I was impressed with uh, the Kinston boys, man. I mean, I was. Absolutely. I only saw one or two games, but what do you guys think about them? Are they someone to watch out for in the in the t- in the playoffs this year.
0: Yeah, they are definitely in the two way East. They are definitely going to be probably uh, the biggest contenders to uh, to dethrone the Farmville Central Jaguars, who were undefeated last year. And uh, last year they, they lost in the fourth round to the Jaguars, and I think lost by ten points. Yes, yeah, they lost by ten points. And uh, but this year they've uh, they've got some more kids coming in now. Uh, Jamie Dixon is going to be playing more minutes for them.
2: Yeah, he's a really
0: talented sophomore. They also uh, got a kid back from private school, Jaquan Mosley, who who's going to give them some good minutes. Um, they defended uh, Dayron very well until he, he started to use his his body, and um, they they really ran over a lot of teams. I mean, they even beat Greenfield, who was a NCISSA uh, one A state champs, one A yeah. state champs. Um, and then Dantra Styles is just getting better and better. Isaac Parsons, a senior point guard, he is he's phenomenal. He's kind of, he's grown so much over the past year. Because so I remember watching him last year. And he's always had good control of the offense, but I think this year he finally really he's he's learned how the the difference. To, yeah, he really get his own, you know. Um, so yeah, Kinston's definitely going to be. I think they're going to be in the regional final playing against Farmville Central in February. So I guess you can put that as a prediction
2: out for me. So I I agree with Kai. Uh, Kai's Kai and I have both covered Kenston, uh for. For the last year, pretty much, almost um, the Vikings are one of the best programs in the state. Uh, they will have, as Kai mentioned, uh, two of the top players in North Carolina coming back. But that Farm Central team is they're they're ridiculous, and they're going to return the most of their core. Right. But but about the ECI, Kinston did have some moments where they where they didn't play as well, like against West Carteret, but, yeah, I mean, but they, K- they K- still played pretty well. They still played well throughout the tournament of course. Yeah, Kenton is just one of those teams who's always
0: uh, kind of can play down their competition a little bit because they are Kenton and because they do have so much pedigree and so much uh, They have championship out-
2: mentality as well. Yeah, the,
0: that's the it's one championship thing. They, program. they have to, that's the one thing. They're just going to have to figure out how not to have those letdowns because, you know, you could possibly get maybe you know uh, you know two seed, then you're be playing you know probably Farmville Central you know at ECU right down the street you know it's going to be probably one of the biggest games in the entire state you know as far as attendance wise. So,
2: yeah, last year's regionals when it, when I tell you about North Carolina and how much they love high school basketball, I was at ECU. Kai and I were both at ECU yeah. for regional last year. It was packed. I have never seen. ECSU basketball
1: gym packed <laughs> like that ever
2: really? for any sporting event. Wow,
1: that's,
2: that's impressive. High school basketball.
1: Right. That's big. So, if I'm not mistaken, when Brandon Brandon Ingram went to Kinston, you know right. the same Kinston team we're talking about, and he won all four straight years state championship. Is right. that right?
0: That's correct. That's uh Brandon Ingram is just uh, he he also had a really good collecting class. I mean, you know. You know, collective talent around him, though. So, you know, Brandon Ingram, he did a lot. But, you know, I think if I, um, if you know, I've been told correctly, because I, I think I was still in uh, college when he was winning. But if I've been told correctly, you know, the first couple of years he was kind of more of a, uh, you know, distributor, and then kind of in the end, he he finally took off and became a great scorer and and was the catalyst of those four, of those uh, last two titles. Absolutely, definitely. Agree. Yeah. yeah.
1: Most definitely. Well, uh, I, I know you guys showed me this kid. I didn't, I, you know, I'm still learning the college and the high school prospects and all that good stuff in North Carolina and around the country. But this Dylan kid from First Flight, I know y'all told me about him. What are your thoughts on him? How good is he? The best shooter in North Carolina for Ooh. high school right now? Uh,
2: that's a that's a hot, that's a hot debate. You're, yeah. talk, you're talking about yes, Dylan Blake, rising senior from First Flight High School.
0: I'm uh, Kill Devil Hill. Yeah, the, close to the it's out in the O B X. You know, close to Virginia. Yeah. Um it's really hard to say who's the best shooter because you kind of got to define it. But I mean, Dylan probably has the most claim to it with stats. You know, I mean, right now he's sitting at 311 three pointers, which is good for fourth all time in N C H S A A history. So it, you know, right there he has that type of claim, uh, which is about 141 off of. The, the record, yeah, off the record. So, um, but really, he plays in an office that is like no other in this state. They uh, first flight. They, you know, they really take analytics to to a whole to a whole new threshold when it comes to high school sports.
2: Um, yeah, absolutely uh, agree with Kai. Uh, I always make this comparison when talking about uh, first flight school. Imagine if the Houston Rockets, the NBA squad, imagine if the Houston Rockets were a high school basketball team near the beach in North Carolina. That would, yeah. that would be first flight high school. <laughs> I, That's it's awesome. It's either a three or a layup. I'm well, not even kidding. And the one thing about
0: that, though, is, is interesting is because, you know, first flight is very dominant in other programs. Like, I, I think they have a great tennis program. They, do. they have a yes. great soccer program. Yes, they oh, and, and the thing about it is the coach has, has embraced the fact that, you know, he's not going to get the best athletes necessarily, but he's going to get guys who, can, uh, who are very good hustlers, who make right plays, who are smart people, have who basketball IQ. have high basketball IQ, who can move the ball around, who are going shoot it from anywhere. I mean, because really when you watch first flight, if they get an open three and they don't, they don't care if they've had the ball for two or three seconds, they're going to take that open three. Absolutely. They're not going to wait around and try to find a better shot. They're just going to put it up and then get back on defense if it misses. They have no problem with the fact of, hey, we might shoot 45. We might shoot 40% from the field. But we're going to put up 100 shots in this game. So we've made 40 buckets in anyway.
2: Yeah, they, they stick to their system very well. And they, actually, they are, have actually become a winning program. Right, they like they 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 have continuously improved on their record since the school was made. Uh, I think they uh, they opened early in the mid two thousands. But um, yeah, first flight, and it's not just Dylan Blake either. They right. have some really good players. Jordan High is really good. Right. Zay Nobles is really good. They have, but they do have some that are new. But say, and then when you look at Dylan Blake,
0: you know he sits at fourth all time. His teammate who just graduated last year, Reese Jones, sits yeah. at fifth all time. Yeah. So yeah, and, wow,
2: yeah. In the last four years, they have taken the most three pointers of any team in the single season every every year. And every they've year they're bringing it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw them make twenty three threes in a game the first time I ever saw them play, and it was it was ridiculous. Um, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, they just keep shooting, and then they kept making them. Just like wow. But yeah, Coach Chad Williams does a great job out there. He's one of the nicest people you can meet as well. And, and I'll like just a- kid, all his kids seem like they, they're really they're really cool. So like I said he
0: understands that area. So he understands what he's working with. He's not afraid to go and travel four hours
2: to play a regular season game. He does not yeah, have Yeah, they problems. gotta travel a lot from Kill Devil Hills, especially in that conference that they're in. They gotta travel a pretty good amount.
0: Yeah, so he he'll go four hours, he'll go three hours, he'll do whatever it takes to improve this program, improve his kids and Yeah, and they wanna
2: so, they wanna play the best teams too. Yeah.
1: That's what it takes. You got to play good competition if you want to be the best, because that's how you really ultimately grows. You know, learning from your mistakes and going against the best.
0: That's right. That's right. He has no problem with taking an L to a really good team. He like they lost to Kenton this weekend. You know, he's fine with the fact they lost because he cause the one thing it does is it shows you you know what you need to improve and what you need to work on. They didn't have the best ECI, you know, as far as wins wise go, but. They're uh, they're working with a lot of new players and um, trying to figure out that system. I mean, because the system, you need to have a certain high basketball IQ. And you have to be able to uh, understand what's a good, what's a shot that you should take and what's a shot that you shouldn't take. You know, it's it's it takes a lot of uh, basketball IQ to play. In there.
1: Most definitely. So, would you say from the ECI this past weekend, top three players: Sharp, Styles, and Dylan? Are those that who you got?
2: Uh. Oh, uh, sure. Because yeah. the talent in this state is ridiculous.
0: Really nice. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um, Dylan's is definitely one of the most talented players in this state. It's just a – He was one of the best players at the tournament. I'm not sure right. I would say – Yeah, let's, say,
1: let's talk about the tournament. Like, top, top, top three players. players right. Top three players from the tournament. Definitely
0: Sharp and Styles. Um, that third is up for grabs for anybody. For yeah, us. really. There are some kids I really like in that. Uh, Greenfield has a lot of great kids. Um The one kid I look at a lot who doesn't who hasn't gotten a lot of kind of press is Craig Lebo, Oh yeah. Uh, Jeff Lebo's uh, son.
2: Former East U head coach.
0: if he was 6'6, he would probably already be on his way to Carolina or something. He's 6'2, 6'3, I think. Maybe maybe. No, he's definitely 6'3. But um he he has move in his bag. His game is very fundamental. You know, you can tell that he's a coach's son. You know, he understands, you know, his footwork is really is really precise and he understands how to face up and get his shot right. He just you know, understands how to
2: play basketball.
0: Yeah. You know? He just he just gets it. He's one of those players that just gets it, you know what I mean? Right. I'd I'd say that he was probably third I'd probably say he was third among us just because of how fundamental his game is and how much he can really break a defense apart with just the fact of he understands What's a good shot? What's a what's a bad shot? He understands. Okay, I can move this way to get you to go that way, and then play you like that.
2: Yeah, I just, I just, I can kind of spread it around for my for my number three. But Sharpie style is definitely one of the two best players right. there for sure. Um, but, uh, let's see. Obviously, we talked about Dylan. You talked about Craig Lebo. Another guy on that Greenfield team is uh, Jai Bailey, the Wake Forest. Right. He's he's got a lot of really good tools that could, that could help the Demon Deacons next year. Right. Um, he's just got to work on his outside shot a little bit, but he's got everything else. He got, and he also understand they Greenfield is a team full of players that understand how to play the game. And they're a state champion. They understand how to win as well. And they have all but one player coming back. Uh, or excuse me, yeah, yeah. They have every player coming back except for one from their state championship team last year. Um, Including Trey Pittman is right. another really good player. Jordan Lynch, Chikari yeah. Outlaw, uh, KJ Peton is pretty. He's pretty good. He's 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 a, he's, he's a freshman. Um, yeah. Uh, the one thing I look
0: at for that. K. that K. Greenfield, yeah. The one thing I look for that Greenfield team is they got about four guys who could
2: be the best player. Oh yeah, um, But I think I remember there and was they're like, well coached as well. Yeah. You've got a good shot to Coach Salter really. Yeah. yeah. Really and
0: coach. then JJ uh, Williams from West Carter. He really impressed
2: me this weekend. Gavin yeah. as well. Uh, he's um, he's pretty good team. For it. And I know you said uh, Garner kid. I can't remember the kid's name. Uh, Davion Dunn. Yeah. Point guard was really impressive. They also had some really good shooters out there. Uh, I think Ben Hines was pretty good as well. Uh, they, they have a really good program. That's another team that that's a winning program. Right. Uh, we didn't see much of I, – I don't think we saw much of Richmond. No, we didn't but, see much of Richmond. But, but they they, played, they're a really good team.
0: Yeah, they're a really good team. They played – Playing the post surprisingly when you look at Rich Richmond's another team who used to kind of be like first flight. In fact, that they used to put up a lot of threes, but uh, I saw a lot of post play from them, and they played really good defense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it'll be hard to figure out who the third player is because it kind of just depends on what you want. But um like I said, I'm going with Lebo, and I guess you're going to go with who? Uh, I really don't know. Come on, make a choice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Austin.
2: I don't know, Kyle. Um, Come on, man! Give me one name. Uh, I'll go with Jot Bailey. Then. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah. In terms of what we saw, six-five guard gets the basket really yeah. well. Just a really smooth game. Like, it's, but like I But
2: really, you really couldn't name anyone. Yeah. There's no wrong answer, right?
1: Most definitely, most definitely. It seems like it was a good tournament. I, unfortunately, I didn't make it to Saturday and Sunday his games because I had a camp that I was watching Saturday and I had some stuff on Sunday, but, uh, South central one. And, um, right. you know, arguably sharp is the best player in the, in the tournament. We knew that before going in and, um,
0: sharp is arguably the best player in the state, honestly. Um, he, yeah, he's ranked at number two behind Isaiah Todd, but I just, have he's going to be true. I have a Isaiah Todd. Time. Yeah. But behind Isaiah Todd, Isaiah Todd is number one, but, I have a hard time believing that there's a better player in the state of North Carolina that's better than Dayron Sharp. He is, and also if you like talking to him as well, it's he's very confident, he's very smart, it, it's, it's he's a real pro's pro already. You know, he's he's he told me that you know really the things that he's working on this summer is uh, his agility, his jumper, and toning out his body. I mean, he's getting up at five a.m. four times a week. You know, the only the only doesn't get up five or six times a week is because he's on the road AAU trying to get better. He plays for Garner Road. Too. Yeah, Garth, he plays for Garner Road, one of the best AAU programs in the state. And he's on the circuit every weekend, getting better, seeing competition, not being afraid of competition, dominating competition, he's just,
2: and, yeah, and he's improving just, his he, body. Want, he wants to play against the best. Yeah. Um, I also believe, Kai. When I when I say it's hard to pick against De'Ron Sharp, who's the best player in the state, but there are some very good players in the state. You're right. Uh, Isaiah Todd is actually a very good basketball player. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not we're not. not we're not trying to offend Isaiah Todd because he's he's definitely one of the top two or three. And Josh Hall from Arabian Prep is another right. one that that I really like. Um, and he's his interest is going through the roof. But I, De'Ron Sharp is just an extremely hard worker. That's He's one at the highest level, and he, he understands how to play. He understands what could be coming uh, in terms of next year when he's at right. Carolina, when he's going to have to face uh, media that's a lot harsher than, the two of, than Kai and I. Uh, he's, he's just he's a joy to watch, and right. he, he knows how to ignite b- big things for his team, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun watching him play this year. For sure.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching him too. Um, so, that being said, I mean, who do you think is the best player in high school right now? Um, is it Isaiah Todd? Is it Sharp? Who's the number one player in North Carolina? Who's the number one player overall in the country for high school um, basketball? Uh,
0: like I said, I, you know, I can't really speak for, for you know, because I don't, I don't pay attention as much to the country because, I mean, I, honestly – you know, you don't get a chance to see these kids close and personal, so you don't like to kind of say it without – because, you know, you look at a mixtape, look at a mixtape, and it's really easy to say, oh, okay, this kid is really good. I mean, because it's just all highlights, you know, but the big thing is watching guys for, for 15, 20 minutes. Can you you watching them, how they perform, how they act, how they – you know, their demeanors or whatever. And that's the thing I like a lot about Sharp, which is the reason I said he's the best player in the state because I haven't seen Todd enough up close and personal, but I from what I've seen, I I like Dayron just because of um, how hard he works. And he's a guy who understands how he when you look at him, he, he's a guy who does not run from challenge. He wants to be challenged. He wants to compete. He wants to be the best player he can possibly be. He wants to be a, a uh, be a good student. He's just a guy who who wants it and who understands winning and what it takes to win. I think he's ranked top twenty in the the country, and uh, there's a reason he's he's ranked that high. You know, so I think any kid who is listening, you ought to watch how Davon moves, or just just watch how guys like that move because there's a reason why these guys are where they are.
2: Um, I agree. I just said. Uh, another North Carolina player I forgot to mention is Jaden Springer from IMG Academy. He's pretty good. Uh, he's actually really good. But I think that he's, I think De'Ron is definitely the best player in the state for me. Uh, in terms of the country, uh, I, I'm the same way. I haven't really seen a lot from, uh, for, from outside of North Carolina. Well, actually, never mind. I guess. Uh, Virgin Virginia has that kid going to Duke. Uh, I think his name is Roach on the top of that, but mm. He's 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 actually the real deal. Uh, Duke commit, and there but they're plenty of, there's plenty of good talent in, this, in the country. But with with a lot of bias, uh, it's hard to it's hard to pick a better state than North Carolina for high school basketball.
1: That's true. Most definitely, most definitely. So, who do you think is gonna? be the best team in the like state. I know each state has its, you know, regions like, you know, one A, two A, three A, four A. Who's the best team in the state that everybody should watch out for?
0: Mm, that's tough. I mean because cause, cause the thing about it is when you have North Carolina, there's
2: such a divide between the public schools and the private
0: schools. You know, there's like, you know There's a
2: big debate about how how private schools are yeah. able to do things that public schools can't do. I'm not sure
0: right. I wanted to mention that. But. Right. I, the big thing I, I see, though, is like uh, really it, it just all depends on classification and, and how you rank a team. I mean, is it just who has the most talent? You know, I mean, because it's, you know, on paper, uh, my, my actual school that I went to last year, they went to the state championship game in the NCI-SAA two-way uh, state playoffs. And they beat Isaiah Todd, so it on paper they shouldn't beat Isaiah Todd because they don't, they are not, you know, they don't have any players who are ranked as high as Isaiah Todd. So I was, don't think they have any players in terms of like size. I don't think they have anyone. Yeah, size. I about to say, I, don't, I don't think they have anyone as tall as him. So you would think, hey, they're supposed to win. I mean, but think about you know trying to figure out teams, who's the best team, is trying to figure out also you know who, uh, you know. You got to see how teams play together first, though. You got to, because you know you could just throw a whole bunch of talent, and then it doesn't work. No, normally in high school, if you throw a whole bunch of talent together, unless they legit just hate each other, they're normally go at least pretty far. So, I mean, I think it's gonna be really hard to figure out who the best team is in the state um, right now in the summer. But I mean, of course, I mean you got to look at Moravian Prep for for what they (laughs) for
2: for what they the type of talent they put together and that team is going to be so ridiculous next year uh i i recommend it to you austin uh I've already grand prep they have, they have josh hall, josh back, hall. they have uh, they've had a lot of really good uh prospects graduate from there and get to play in division 1 programs someone like cale burgess who's uh someone from my, my area of the triad school going right. to um but they, they, they think, I think a former South Central player Luke Davis is going to go there as well mm. uh, and plenty of others but oh yeah Javarzy of Belton their big, their big man is is going to see his recruitment go through the roof uh, Moravian Prep for sure another one obviously South Central, Farmer yeah. Central and Kinston are three from our area that right. are going to be really good uh, you, sh- you should expect good things from them uh, in terms of other private schools. Carver Christian's going to be great. I, I know, it's going to be tough, but they they had a, a very good season this past yeah. year. They won the three. They won the private school three state title. Uh, epic, it was an epic playoff run for I think great, Greenfield is going to be. Greenfield, another, yes, 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 that'll yes. be another team that's going to be really good. Um, uh, Greensburg Day. Greensburg Day. You, all, you, uh, Greensburg Day. In my opinion, is the standard right now, at least for right now. Right. Uh, I believe they've been to seven straight state titles and. 3A, right, and 4A because they also have the new the new 4A classification right. for private school, but they've played in seven straight state title games and they've won, I believe four or five of those and they've won three straight, yeah, this last three years. So you should expect everything. You should expect good from a Freddie Johnson coach team. Right. Um, another school that can make a lot of noise in private schools is Cannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cannon hosted uh, NCISAA live event uh the the second session and they they have three really they have three really good sophomores. Uh DJ Nix was hurt. He didn't couldn't play but he's got a lot of potential. Uh Christian Reeves, seven foot seven footed rising sophomore, who's got also has a lot of potential. And their 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 star that could be something really big is Jaden Bradley, their point guard. He is as he's as advertised, he's a very good basketball player. He's starting to pick up a lot of Division One offers, so Cannon can make a lot of noise. Um, and there and there are plenty of really good schools out there as well. So, I mean, North Carolina is going to be buzzing with high school basketball fever. Right. Also, Millbrook as well. We've got Millbrook yeah. as well. I mean, the only thing I see from the public schools is 4A and 2A is
0: going to be very interesting as far as like the top two teams are probably going to be. Uh, you know, it's, it's gonna be different. fun. Yeah, most of
2: those classifications. I think good. I think the one A and three A are still pretty open. Now. Oh, well, yeah. It's South South bus go for the state championship three A. They they have lost a lot, but I uh, had real, a lot of fun following or at least following that team from before, right. Because they had they had, About they saying that one A, lot course
0: of course, is always gonna have a charge school or something. Uh,
2: yeah, one A. Yeah, one A came down to to. Uh, Two, two private schools, yes. Uh, I think Henderson Collegiate is private. But, yeah. But yeah, they. Either way, I still love Henderson Collegiate. Is going to be very good yeah. next year. And so. And that's so, why a lot of people they can't find people to play them because they're going to be so good. Yeah, but they did, they didn't they didn't they did lose to a great Mission Beginneth team. Yeah. Uh, by Coach Thompson out there, he's really. They're they're going to be. I right. um, always expect good things from that team. Yeah, I love I love talking about these teams. I know it's still very early. It's still July. We don't, we don't really know about who's coming in or out. Right. Uh, so a lot of things can change over this next this next uh, period of time over this next two months ish. Right. So, but the bottom line is, high school basketball in this state is top notch. Top notch. Cream of the crop stuff
1: i say we have the best state for basketball in the country. I mean, you, you're going to argue, you know, California – t- We're
2: definitely
0: up there, for sure. I was going to say, we're definitely top five, top threes. Yeah. I mean – Look I at mean, who
1: we produce. The, we produce the, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan. I mean, we produce some pretty good talent. Uh, I John Wall.
0: John Wall. See, but the thing is, you can look at those top guys, and there are other states who have a lot of great top guys as well. But the 100%. thing that I like about North Carolina is you can come here and you can probably find – you can probably go to any high school game and you can probably find at least two or three uh, college players. You know, you can – every school has some college players on their team. You know, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true for California or for New York or for some of those big areas like that, but I know in North Carolina you can go to any gym in the country. You can find someone who's worthy of playing –
1: some next level basketball in the high school game. Oh yeah, I agree, fellows. I agree. Well, let's jump into uh let's jump into college real quick. I know you said, you know, it's hard to rate a player if you don't watch them personally, but anybody you've seen personally, maybe through mixtapes, ESPN highlights, whatever it may be, who's the best player going into college this year? Like incoming freshman, any college, like is it um, Cole Anthony? Uh who who's the best player going into college this he's year? you a
2: Carolina fan. So I am sure I'm going to be biased and
0: say Cole Anthony. Yes.
1: Uh I'm a Duke fan, so yeah. I'm not going to I can't say Cole Anthony. I think he's got I think he's very humble and he's got a lot of upside. I think he's NBA ready. Um but do I I don't know. So what do you guys think? You say Cole Anthony?
0: I say Cole Anthony just because I've seen the way he controls a game really well. He has very good forward vision. Uh, he can find his. He can find his teammates. Um, traditionally, North Carolina has always done well with finding guys in that New York area. Um, I, I, I personally just think that uh, that he, I, I believe, also too, he's a son of an NBA player. That always bowls well, especially. Greg,
2: he's the son of former former NBA player Greg Anthony.
0: Yeah, Greg Anthony. I mean, there's nothing better than getting a player uh, who's whose whose dad was a role player in the NBA, because it normally turns out that they're normally better than their dad. I mean, you can look at what Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, I mean. So, yeah, I, I like that. And then also when you look at uh, the fact that I saw him working out the other day with Carmelo Anthony, and uh, Carmelo is obviously one of the greatest scorers in the NBA history. And I, just, I think Cole Anthony, is uh, he's my he's my pick.
1: No doubt, no doubt. Who do y'all think is going to win it all in the NCAA this year? Is it Duke's got a lot of talent? I think they're the number one recruiting class again. Uh, Carolina's going to be good. Kentucky, I mean, you got a lot of good teams. Um, who's going to win it this year? I really don't know.
2: I'm about, to, I'm about to say, yeah. He do, he, I
0: really don't know. <laughs> doesn't follow college as much as he does NBA in
2: high school. I mean, I, I, mean I, I still love college basketball, but I'm not, I'm not going to say – Yeah, Sterling when it comes to following college basketball. I
0: follow college basketball pretty well. I mean, but of course I might always be a little biased. I mean, but Duke's got a top recruiting class coming in. Kentucky's got a top recruiting class coming in. in. Memphis has a really good
2: recruiting class that you're really going to have to watch.
0: Because, I mean, but. They might have
2: the best player in the country next year, James Wiseman. Yeah. He might be. be, I think as of now he's the number one pick. But obviously it's still July. Yeah. I mean, well, when you think
0: about, like, what they're putting together, though, you got to,
2: you, you gotta know, Penny Penn, Penn is
0: again. young, though. Penny is young, so you don't necessarily know how he puts together all that talent and how the, all that talent kind of figures it out. Because, you know, a lot of times when you put together a lot of top players, you have the potential for a blow-up there. There's a potential for that. That's why one of the things that Coach Calipari is really good at, hes he's always been really good at getting talent. And uh, figuring out how to make all those guys buy in, but you know, I think I mean, really, right now in July, I'm going to say you know it's going to be one of those big blues that are. You know what I mean, but it always it always comes down to you know who plays best in March, really, you know, because I think you know when you look at Texas Tech and you look at Virginia. You know, I guess I don't think people would pick that national championship game in July last year.
1: No, they wouldn't, and I would. I'm a Duke fan and so I'm gonna I'm gonna get down to it right now. We should like we had the, the the team last year to be the national champions. If Cam Reddish would have played against Michigan State, I mean Cam Reddish was a top ten pick. If Cam Reddish would have played against Michigan State, we would have beat Michigan State. And yeah, it's coulda woulda shoulda. So I'm not gonna go there. But I know that last year was our year to win it. But this year coming up, we've got Vernon Carey Jr., we got Matthew Hurt, Wendell Moore. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, the big thing about that though, Windows, is just, I mean,
1: Cassius Stanley. I mean, we've got yeah. a squad, and I, I just yeah. hope it's. I hope we can come together as a team. I think this team this year might honestly be better than last year's team. But I hope we can get it together like we did with Okafor and Jones and Winslow. That was a squad. Yeah. Yeah. I remember
0: mean, the big thing about that though is when you look at that team, uh, it was pretty much all freshmen for the most part. I mean, you didn't really have yep. any. Experienced players. I think a lot of times that's that's what you need if you're going to have a, a, a freshman laden team winning. You can't have the reason uh, why other they, guys. I mean, because you know, I mean, Dewey, You know, they have some. They had some experienced players last year, who still are kind of leftovers. I think this year, uh, you know, I don't. I don't think most of those older guys deserve a lot of
2: minutes this year. The I mean think- the last time they won, the reason why they won is because they had experienced point guard. If you remember Queen oh, Cook. Oh yeah, they did. Queen, have Queen Cook. Queen Cook. Was, had a lot of experience that year, and they had. They then they also mixed yeah. in a lot of young talent as well. Right. Uh, and it was a recipe for success. So they yeah. Were, so I mean, they, they got, got Trey, Jones Trey Jones coming back too. For That's I like and show. I like that Trey Jones is coming back. Yeah.
0: Is yeah. Even Even I'm not a big fan of his game, but I mean, he locks up really well, and he um he doesn't really take a lot of shots. So I mean, he's got to be a lot better than him. just
1: like his brother, man. He
0: reminds me just like his got brother. Thomas, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Tyus. Ty, I like Tyus' game. I was gonna say yeah. Tyus was really good offensively, though. I don't think Trey is that good. I don't think he's that polished. I think defensively, yeah. he's much better than his brother. But I think he—I don't think he has that polish in his offensive game that Because I think next year, how how Carolina is gonna kind of play him? is kind of just let Tra- try to let Trey be. Can Trey have? The, can Trey step up and hit some jump shots? Can Trey? step up and get some baskets at some needed moments because in college basketball, you need your point guard to be able to be clutch.
1: A hundred percent. I agree. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see that Carolina and Duke matchup. And, you know, when it comes to March, she's going to be in that final four. I don't, like you said, I don't think anybody was protecting, you know, Virginia and Texas tech. I mean, right? what are the, what are the odds? I mean, Virginia was the number one seed, but, They had some close games, man. I mean, remember what, against Purdue? That was crazy. They should have
0: lost that game.
1: Um, That was crazy, man. I mean, shout out to Purdue, too, man. Who thought Purdue would have been, you know, in the lead eight um,
0: or the final four? Purdue is one of those programs who I really love. I've always loved Purdue's program. I love Coach they. But the thing about it is just uh, every year before, it seemed like they had just kind of pooped out. You know, they didn't really – they didn't push the envelope enough to to get by, even though I think that – a lot of times they should have been in the Elite Eight or they should have been in the Sweet, six, sweet Sixteen when they were getting knocked out, you know. So, but you know, I think that's a credit, and then to finally get over to that Elite Eight, and I think hopefully they can build on it. But you know they lost Carson Edwards, so I mean that's be kind of big. Um, but yeah, I I think I think a lot of people didn't doubt of Virginia too because losing to a sixteen seed, I mean that that automatically just put a, a sour taste in people's mouth, but. You now sometimes that's your biggest failures that can, you know, help you with your biggest wins.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Who's the team? Who's the let's jump into NBA real quick before we wrap it up, guys? Who's the NBA team? I mean, it's been crazy the last few days with the whole KD thing, D'Angelo, uh, you know, now Kawhi's potentially going to the Lakers. What is what's the look for everything this year? Who's gonna win? Who's got the best look this season? Who's made the best, you know, free agency pickups? I think I don't know
0: what you're talking about. I'm following He yeah, <laughs> he's a Hornet he's a Hornets fan, so uh, excuse him for right now. He's uh <laughs> he's I'm gonna step away. Ty, kind of
2: the floor's yours. Yeah. Um He's a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan. Um so He's I'm, been on team Boardman Secured for about what, a year now? About, yeah, about two weeks at least two weeks. I've been I mean 'cause I
0: think Kawhi he wants to come home. I think and Kawhi is different than Paul George, people keep trying to say Paul George, but Kawhi has nothing to prove. Kawhi is not overly egomaniac. People mm-hmm. keep trying to say, oh, Kawhi is doing this to
2: troll us, but I'm like, Kawhi is just being Kawhi. And, and that's the thing. This who is who Kawhi is. You he's unreadable. I really don't I don't know. I personally don't know. My my personal opinion of what he should do is one plus one with the Raptors and then go to the Lakers. But mm-hmm. I don't know what Kawhi's going to do. But you got to think about this. <laughs> this is what's really funny. The NBA, the the, N, the 2020 NBA season is being controlled by someone's uncle.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> Uncle Dennis is – Uncle Dennis is definitely yeah. going to have a lot of sway in this. I mean, just because, you know, that's, that's Kawhi's father figure in his life, you know, with his dad getting shot, so he, he – and, and passing away, you know. But I think the biggest thing is just – Uncle Dennis, Uncle, one of the biggest reasons is because Uncle Dennis is a huge Magic fan. The Magic has been out yeah. front and center in this entire thing. So I think eventually Kawhi goes to the Lakers and uh, then the Lakers, they pick up a lot more free agents who are probably already kind of gauging the system. I am mean, engaging, mm-hmm. you know, what's
2: happening. And uh, they're going have- to have to start finding those free agents soon because it's starting to dry up a little
0: bit. I mean, but the thing about free agents. I mean, agents- it is still a Lakers. I mean, but the thing about it is you're not going to get that many guys from minimums. I mean, you're you're going to get a lot of vets who are trying to ring Chase. You're going to get a lot of guys who are young, who have no value on the market right now other than, you know, maybe a couple five, six million dollars a year who just say, you know what, I'll take the two million dollars win a ring and come back again next year as a champion. And maybe you guys, can, you guys will, you know, fork up a little bit more money. So I think ultimately, I think the Lakers are going to get it. I mean, just because when you look at it, if you can put together the put together three of the top five players in the league, uh, you know people keep on talking about you know how Miami in 2010 you know couldn't get it done. I mean, but really, I mean they they, they went to the finals and uh, they won it's two true. games in the finals. It's and they honestly, they were up two one in the finals and I probably just,
2: still should have won despite how yeah. underwhelming LeBron was. Right. I mean, if LeBron, if LeBron was even. At- that series, and
0: they win the championship. And I don't think you will have a problem with getting Kawhi, Irvin Davis, and LeBron to be average once they get there. Because I think LeBron is really going to be trying to be more of a point guard, more of a facilitator in this situation. So I think eventually the Lakers will probably get it. Um, If Kawhi does happen, if Kawhi does happen to go back to Toronto, I think that you'll probably get a Toronto versus LA matchup in the finals.
2: That's the thing. No matter what, LA is still a championship, no matter what. Yeah. This this Kawhi's signing determines how many teams have a chance to win this year. Yeah, because, most definitely. Because, in my opinion, there are multiple teams that could win a title this year. I, I don't believe. I, I believe there. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, but I can understand it, why you don't. The thing about it is, but, people
0: people talk about like, okay, these guys can win. But here's the thing: this is a, this is the Wings League. So if you don't have one of the top three or four wings in this league, then you probably have no chance of winning a championship. Or either, or either. I mean, because really, what Golden State built was kind of special because they had the best backcourt in the league, while also having one of the um, top
2: defensive players. I'm about to say, but also having one of the top defensive players in the league. Actually, so, defensive so, front courts. Yeah. If because their first championship. I mean, they Angel had Bogan Very Bogan, 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 was Bogan, very good in that. Yeah, if you have Igudala and Sean Livingston at his best off the bench, yeah,
0: that was, so
2: that, that was a start, of something. But other than that, if you look
0: at that. Okay, the Heat—they won their championships. They, they had LeBron, and Spurs, 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 And You know, Genova, yeah. Good. Uh, I mean, and then in 2010, I mean, the, the Lakers uh, had Kobe. I mean, yeah, Kobe. And the Mavericks—they had Dirk.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, he was shooting the ball
2: a lot. They actually had. They actually had just. They had Dirk and a bunch of players that know how yeah, to play the game. Right. A bunch so, of players that could. They were sh- and they were shooting. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. So I mean, I, I think no matter what in the West, unless unless Clay gets back,
2: you know, be, uh, way early.
0: You're talking about. I, I think he has to get back by minimal December, January. Or January. Yeah. I, I think for for them to be that would be to, six months. I'm about to say to be in a playoff contention as well as be able to get some chemistry back with the group who they're going to have assembled. I think that Clay's got to get back by January.
2: Did uh, hey,
0: they get the, they anybody? Uh, they brought back Looney. They got D'Angelo Russell. What?
2: You didn't know they had D'Angelo Russell? I've been off Twitter for, like, days. You know this. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I yeah. did not know that. I didn't know. That but yeah, was they, it, a, was they, it, like, a sign and trade? Yeah, sign oh, and wow. trade for Durant. Okay.
0: And wow. uh, they, they shipped <laughs> off Iggy as well. So... Um, yeah, jeez, wow. And the yeah. wizards,
1: who the wizards pick up? Wizards picked up um, Isaiah Thomas, right?
0: Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, but think about that—is he's just he's just a little barrier over, over waiting for the John Wall to come back. I think he's just really more of an insurance policy, six-man type of deal. I'm surprised they let Sadoransky go. Uh, three years, thirty million for Saderanski. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, I guess I guess that. I mean, dude, I'm not good. I'm not paying Thomas Five million dollars much less 10 million dollars a year the bulls were absolutely out of their minds that that and i think that's one of the great things about what people were saying about the lakers they they should build up 32 million dollars in cap space is literally like four players you're looking at lebron coos that second round pick they got and then four players i mean that's eight people if you get Kawhi and add these minimum Vets, you will probably be able to still get about eight or nine players who can, who can play basketball. So
1: fun, but you signed Jared Duffy today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jared Duffy. He's uh he's pretty good. He's, he's a, a good, good veteran. As far as. Yeah, he's a good veteran. He's a uh, veteran minimum. You know, he's going to be, a, he's, a, he's going to do the job. He's tough. Yeah, I like the uh, the Daniels signings that they had. Uh, that that's going to be a very underrated him. signing, Troy Daniels. Yeah, I mean, because, I love Troy Daniels. I'm going to say, because when you look Daniels. at it, he's always been a really good shooter. Oh, absolutely. He's a uh, shooter
2: everywhere he goes. But,
0: I mean, you're, when you're playing with the Suns, nobody's going to care about how good you shoot because you're down 45 points at
2: half. <laughs> right. Well, Yeah. Yeah, so, we're not going to speak about the Suns. The Suns are just... Yeah, the Suns are just... Poof. The Suns are just ironic. But I think
0: if Kawhi does leave Toronto and goes to, goes to the Lakers, I think the Lakers will win. But I think the team that will probably be facing them in the finals will probably be more interesting than anything because, you know... That now is it, true. It, because it, the KD, Brooklyn. Say, Brooklyn. Because you, have, you have KD... He'll be out. I'm about yes. to say he'll be out until at least the playoffs.
1: That's a good young team, Probably. though, man. They got Kyrie, DeAndre. I mean. See,
0: but here's the thing Kyrie already had a good young team. We've already seen Kyrie with a good young team, a good young core. We've already seen that. Maybe uh, we've already seen him with a good coach. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't much think of Kyrie the, the next year is not
2: this year for sure. I, it's
0: definitely not this year. They got to definitely wait until Durant gets back. Um, They're in playoffs,
2: contender. They're, be they're, the they're, they're a playoff team. Uh, absolutely. I'm
0: not gonna but not. I think the thing about it is if, if Kawhi is not there, it's going to be on Giannis. People are going to start looking at Giannis. This is the year that Giannis. I'm going to look straight at Philly, too. I'm going to look at Philly, too. Yeah. See, because here's the thing. Well,
1: Jimmy Butler's we gone.
0: Have, well, they have Josh Richardson coming back in that deal who, who kind of gives you Jimmy Butler light. You know, Jimmy Butler 0. 0.5, 0. 0.7, maybe. You know, but. And then they have Tobias coming back and but uh the problem is they don't the problem for me for Philly is they don't have enough shooting, yeah,
2: enough guys to contribute
0: shooting. I mean they don't have enough guys that contribute shooting. I think they probably get to the Eastern Conference Finals with that team. I was gonna but say probably I'm just gonna look
2: at them and be like, If you but, can't get to the conference finals now, yeah, we really gotta talk. Yeah. Y'all been doing all this talking, not yeah. not anything on the court. Right. So I think
0: when you look at the East, if Qua if does flee to LA, it's you gotta look at right at Giannis. Giannis, Giannis is this is when the people well, are gonna start start looking at his legacy. This is the year that people are gonna start looking at we his not, we, legacy. Now know he, we now know what he is, what he is. Not, he is now he is now no longer playing and just being a really good player to watch He's now he's now winning championships. He's now he's is now he's now to start winning championships. It's if championships are bust from this from this point on for Giannis. You gotta start looking at him for his legacy. He's the MVP now. He's playing for Hall of Fame type level stuff now. You can't just look at him as just uh, a really great player in this league. He's got to, he's got to start winning championships and I like. I like. not winning sixty games and then getting kicked out of the playoffs by Kawhi mm-hmm. in four games and mm-hmm. have an unimpressive showing in the last four games. He's
1: got, he's got to be better. Yeah, um, yeah. I like. Right? What were you saying? Go ahead. No, you go first.
2: Um, I was going to say in terms of teams that aren't really. Like truly, like championship contenders. I like what Indiana did. I like what. I, well, actually, Utah could could make some. But the one
0: thing too. Oh, another thing about the about the East. Go the Boston Celtics. Brad Stevens can no longer. There's no longer overachievement for that. For they 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 can't rely on on him just being overachieved. It, we got to start having real dialogues about you know. Uh, Brad Stevens and how and Danny like, Ainge yeah, about how they, they, they couldn't get it done last year in, in, in the East. That was, that was an arms race and they sat on their hands while everyone else got, you know, better, got more players and, and really were aggressive. You know, it's this cool. year they've really got it. This year, I you know, there's no excuses. They have to be able to, to get to at least the Eastern conference finals and probably even go to the finals for me to really, because otherwise we've just seen, uh, we've celebrated Brad Stevens not for really winning anything, just for being better than we thought he could be.
1: Yeah. As an
2: as
0: a NBA coach. Right, he as is. an NBA coach, which I think Brad Stevens is really good at that He has role. exceeded
2: those expectations. I'm going to say,
0: Brad Stevens <laughs> is really good at overachieving. He's, you know, at Butler, we didn't expect him to even be – Back-to-back national title. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't expect that. So I think, I think a lot of his, his, his career has been overachieving – now I want to see him achieve something. Achieve – put put a championship on the marker. At least put a finals
1: record, you know, run Get on. to the finals. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is who they got. They're starting five. Is,
0: he's got get squad. Gordon
1: Hayward, Kimba Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and now Cantor. I mean, that's a good little young squad, man. I mean, if you can get Kimba really going hard like he did last year and then you get Hayward, Hayward's got to step it up. I mean, I know he's coming off that injury, but if Hayward can step it up, and Tatum can can produce like he did his rookie year. You seen Jalen Brown had an amazing year last year. You you got something really special in the works for the Celtics.
0: Yeah, they. Like I said, I just gotta see more than just hey, we have assets and we have good young players. I need to see them win something. I mean, because no one going to a to a game seven finals in a week east against LeBron. That that's not enough for me. I mean, you gotta for for me to really like yeah, start.
2: Yeah, they had a fourth quarter lead in that game, like we can't, you that can't. Was with their short-handed. Yeah. Which is incredible how bad
0: this year was. Right, so they so I, that, they're a team that I look at. I don't I don't want to hear any more excuses from. You got to put up or shut up, Philly. I want to see this. I'm pretty much
2: about the same way. Yeah, the I'm actually more played. the same way with Philadelphia than Boston. Yeah, that's. Right. I agree, I agree with you. I'm just saying. Yeah, Philly's been talking that you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's that's kind of what happens when you got two guys who are all
2: stars, and they we they we are. haven't talked about Denver. I think Denver's gonna be because it's gonna to be tougher in the West, obviously, with the with what the Lakers are gonna potentially have. But they're gonna they're gonna be out they're gonna be out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of Denver, but you know, Portland got Ken Basemore and Rodney Hood, which is yeah. not pretty good like yeah, for secondary yeah. pieces. Yeah, but. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how Portland could, if Portland could back up the last year's conference finals appearance with the uh, one man, this that year. Was, that was an aberration,
0: man. I think I, honestly, I mean, we. I think that West was one of the least, weakest Wests we yeah. in a
1: while. I want to see some. I want to see Damian go somewhere else, honestly, man. I want to see Damian guess. on another team. You know.
0: See, that's the problem. Damian's not leaving that Supermax. He's had he two, already, he already got that extension, I about to say, yeah, he's got two Supermax contracts.
2: I'm not he's leaving. Got six, he's got six years on his contract now.
0: I was <laughs> about to say, yeah, he's got six years left on his deal by the time he finished that. He'd be like 32, 33 years old. And I don't think – Damian Lillard doesn't look like the type of guy who's going to be leaving, leaving that type of stuff. So, if he, can, if he can continue his play until he's about 32, 33 years old, he'll probably sign one more Supermax and probably, I'm about saying probably retire one of the richest players that yeah. come in this league, which would be amazing. He'll be he'll be close to a billion. I mean, we got we've got a lot. That's one thing. i got to see be,
2: Rudy Gobert's potential supermaxes
0: yeah. as well. I, I, that's one thing I'm really excited about to see how high these these players can get. Like Giannis, oh, oh my goodness, I'm he's gonna, 24 years old. He's due for a supermax. I'm gonna so that's, that's when too, I see that contract. So. Look at what he's already put together as far as like the money he's put together, and then look at that supermax. And he'll be sitting on three hundred million dollars, and he won't even be tw- he won't be to be thirty yet. He could sign three more supermaxes if he if he plays really well until he's thirty five, thirty six years old. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, I'm it's looking forward to that. When Chris Paul, <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoy looking at. At how play how these players can get to I mean because you look at it, Russell Westbrook could sign another Supermax in a few years if he stays up his level play James Harden I think he's got two years left on his on his Supermax he could sign another Supermax and get right there I, I enjoy I enjoy seeing that type of thing as far as like how much these guys are gonna be making when you look at you know the future and how and how how much they can climb to because that that's 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 generation to a whole the
1: level. I mean, it's the highest paying, highest paying sport. I mean, for like per athlete, you know, football doesn't get paid nearly as much. Baseball doesn't even get paid nothing. You know, boxing. You know, boxing gets paid a lot, like in the Mayweather fights. But you got to be the best boxers. But basketball, man, I think basketball. If you want to make a lot of money in any professional sport, basketball is the best sport to make money in nowadays. You know, for professionally. I
0: mean, but you got to look at it. Basketball is set up to. I mean, they got fifteen players, thirty. 30 teams. You're looking at, you know, what, the best 400 players. They only in play 82 games, 80 something so, games, though.
1: That's crazy, man. Baseball plays like 160. I know yeah. football only has, plays like, what, 14, maybe 18, depending. And if you play
2: you're playing 100 yeah. games a year, though. That's yeah. the
0: thing. Yeah, see, but here's the thing. But when you look at baseball, baseball money, people always talk about baseball money because they look at those big 10-year, 330 million. They got club options on some of those. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, okay, I think Bryce Harper just got 13 years, 330 million. That's the richest deal ever. Steph Curry just got like five years, 250 million or something like that, or 220 or something.
2: A a five-year super max. Yeah, yeah.
0: You look at that, he's going to be making that money in a third of the time that Bryce Harper made his in. And he has a chance to sign another Supermax. So really his deal could be ten years, yeah. five hundred million. You know, when you look at how much how much service time he puts in. I mean and plus when you look at baseball, baseball players don't get paid normally so they're about twenty four, twenty five at least. I mean and that's, And more people watch basketball than baseball at
1: the end of the day, it do- generates more money.
0: Right. Right. I mean we're looking at it, eighty games versus hundred and sixty. I mean, you're gonna have a lot more money as far as like that you're gonna make in that games, but I think that people don't wanna watch it as much just because hundred and sixty games, man, I I mean, I know even when I follow baseball very hardly, I may be caught twenty, thirty games a year. Um, mm-hmm. just because I mean I'd rather watch it on Sports Center, you know, just see the catch the highlights. Yeah keep up with my team. I mean I got the ESPN app that sends me, you know, whenever the team wins. Because you're not I mean, you're looking at it, I mean, it doesn't really start to matter until August, really. I mean so after the trade deadline. That's yeah, when about say, after yep. the trade deadline. Which is the end of July. Yeah. So like what do you I mean, you're watching basically
2: a hundred games of that mean almost nothing. Yeah. Or unless you like, or unless you like a rival, good old rivalry, like yeah,
1: you have to be a true baseball yeah. fan to watch baseball all throughout the year. You are got to be watching baseball since you were a little kid. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I wouldn't question a baseball fan either.
0: I'm about to say, and then when you look at it. Those rivalry games, the Red Sox and the Yankees play like twenty, thirty times a year, dude. Like, it's it's it's, it's something it's like, like that.
2: twenty. Something.
0: Yeah, twenty something a year. Like, how how do you get up for a rivalry yeah. game twenty times? I take like. I I, I there's like, legit bad bug between them. That's a yeah. I mean but even then though, twenty times oh, man That's a that's a lot of yeah pumping yourself up throughout yeah. the year. Throughout you know, basically, if we look at baseball as played between like April and October. That is a lot of pumping yourself up over six months. Yeah. Like, I like I legit, I think baseball is one of those games that's great and um and the fact of it, it's it's not so harmful to the body as well and i think it's really good because you, you have to be really skilled to play baseball
2: yeah
0: but yeah I, that's why I, enj- I enjoy high school baseball as much as i enjoy like any other sport that i cover and but a lot of that's because like high soccer. school baseball games those games yeah. matter you know you drop you know so especially those games games. Yeah. they got some high level
2: softball
0: i about to say you drop you drop a game or two and it's and you're you're looking at, you know, the difference between, you know, hosting, hosting, you know, all throughout the playoffs versus, you know, possibly having to be, you know, go on the road two or three times. Yeah, playoffs. most
1: definitely. Baseball is a sport, man. Like, you have to be like when I, I've been to Red Sox. I've been to Fenway Park, I've been to Dodger Stadium, Coors Field, Miami, man. Baseball is one of those sports it's so much better when you're there. Like, if you live in a big city, you're going to be more inclined to go to the games to watch it and keep up with it. Whereas North Carolina, unfortunately, the closest stadium we have is what, like Baltimore or Atlanta? Um, Yeah, so, Uh, like, it's going to be – like, we don't really have a a team close by now. If Charlotte had a major league baseball team, us three would probably be more inclined to watch and keep up with all the – I still watch baseball, but – like you said, I don't I don't watch it as nearly as much as I watch basketball because it's just it's harder to watch on TV, man. Just but when when you're there, you can watch yeah. it. But man, baseball in North Carolina is on another level. We just had Wilmington Wilmington just had um, one of yeah. the top five picks um, come out. He's going to Arizona, and then the guy last year, Gatorade Player of the Year, number one draft pick, was straight out of high school. Was like from like 30 minutes from Wilmington. So North Carolina's had like. Back-to-back years, either the number one draft pick straight out of high school or top three. So North Carolina again is a number, another great yeah. state, one of the best states in the country for all sports, football even included.
0: Right, right. I mean, I think one of the things too that I look at when I look at baseball, I, I covered the team uh, Corinth Holders who, who made it to the four A state championship, and uh, man, they they were a really good team, and I think Absolutely. they. they they had the 4A player of the year, and I think that he could possibly, you know, he he was a junior. I think he could possibly repeat that, and he could possibly win the best player in the state as well. As far mm-hmm. as uh, when we talk about the Gatorade player of the year, because he's he's, he's Austin.
2: Guy. Yeah, absolutely. Austin. Yeah, was Blake, talking Yeah, about Blake. Walson, yeah. He pitched. He or yes, he was talking about Walston That he pitched against a team I covered that went to the regionals right. and ended up losing to. You haven't
1: won, right? But,
2: um, Kami,
1: I, you, new hanover won the state championship this, huh? right this year for a
2: yes they did yes they yes they're starting pitcher yep. and catcher both got straight
1: down. out of high school uh
2: wallston was in the first round yeah wallston was in the first round and uh the, the catcher i forgot his name but it was like the 40 something round yeah i think
0: 46 or something yeah 46
2: like i think was right but um but yeah, Walton's Walton's a high-level pitcher. He's definitely staying in Arizona within the, the Arizona system. Yeah, because I feel like if you get picked in the first five, or five, five to seven. ten then, rounds, then Whiteville I, had uh, McKenzie Gore, Gatorade Player of the yeah. Year uh, get
1: last Oregon year, number player. one out of Padres. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: And then you had UNCW, Greg Jones. Yeah, he,
0: he, he, even now he's the guy probably going to see the majors in probably next two or three years. Because I remember reading a feature. Yeah, a feature about him being in double A and he's like one of the top 100 pitchers in all of minor leagues. So they're, they're looking at him. He'll be two or three years. Yeah, most there. definitely.
1: And you were talking about, um, uh, just cause I went to UNCW, Greg Jones was drafted. Um, he was out of carry. I think uh, he, I forget what yeah. high school he went to, but yep. he's, uh, he got drafted to the Rays. So that's going to be yeah. a, a lot of, a lot of good, yeah. a lot of good athletes, fellas.
0: Yeah, lots of great right now. But um, but mind. guys,
1: I think that's that's it, man. We've we've been on here a good hour plus, and uh, we've really dived into, you know. I know. It flew by, man. I love <laughs> We uh, we jumped into the ECI, we jumped into college basketball, MLB, NBA, and uh, really got to know, you know, you, Kai, and you like them better. So, man, it's been a pleasure, fellas. Um, and uh, I'll be sure to, you know, put your Twitter handles, your Instagram handles, in the description of the podcast. Um, and other than that, man, do y'all have any questions?
0: Nah, man. You know, we're we're looking forward to work with All About Athletes. You know, we we enjoy what you're doing, and you know, we're hoping that we can
2: help in any way that we can. Absolutely, I definitely agree. We we hope we hope that that All About Athletes can grow into a great pl- platform. That yeah, most definitely. That with way.
1: you with your guys' help, y'all are already killing it, crushing it in multiple aspects all around the. On the state, and you know, expanding into the country. So, you know, with us three together, man, the sky's the limit, brother, um, brothers. <laughs> so, uh, I appreciate having y'all on here, man. And um, <laughs> we'll talk soon. All right, guys, have yes, a good thank you so much. All right, bye bye.